It's beginning to look a lot like Sainsbury's. Um, yes. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello. Other superstores are available. Absolutely. Oh, I just, I just feel it's it's that time of the year where you just feel like everybody's in a mad rush around supermarkets. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's uh, so so. Welcome everybody to the last Wow Ergonomics of two thousand and. 23 wow yeah. what a year not ever it's not the last one ever we will be back no, next of this year, year. Yeah, yeah 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 we i was gonna say when you said that i thought please say of 2023 we will be I, back did, I did year. i did i did i, I know did you say did. that I know. uh but it it's uh yeah what a year it's been a it's been a busy old year um uh, how was it for you folks uh did it did you feel that you were working harder than ever before in 2023 or or, or was it you know quite a quiet year for you um, the, the general consensus, I think, is that everybody's been working their backside off um, yeah. this year. And it just seems like, you know, we're, we're trying to catch up. That's what I think it is. Mm. I, I feel like we're trying to catch up. It was interesting reading um, some reports earlier in the week. And I'll tell you why we why we looked into or why I looked into this was yeah. we decided to rejoin the National Trust. Okay. After after a few years of not being in the National Trust, because uh, and and if you're watching from the National Trust, this is no disrespect whatsoever, but it, it's one of those things where you kind of do it for quite a long time, and then you go around and you see all of the the different venues nearby to you, and then you kind of your your children get a little bit bored of that for a while, and then you think, oh, we'll give it a break, and then. You think actually they've probably moved on a couple of years and they're probably quite enjoy it again now. You know, yeah. it's just just uh, one of those things. Um, so yeah, we decided to rejoin, having had uh, a couple of sort of free days out um, from them recently because the, they've been running it in the newspapers where you could get a free day out, and we quite mm. enjoyed it again. Um, so then I looked up, sort of, you know, where were the the national trusts financially, and what what, what do you think I found? Uh, was it good news? I hope. Yeah, it was, but it was quite interesting. Um, I, I, it was, it was a lot of money that they'd lost mm. uh, over the COVID years. Yeah, uh, it was, it, it was over the hundred um, million mark. Yeah, um, etc. But they, they've got to a point where they pretty much have recouped that in the last couple of years. Yeah, and it is going to take a number of times, whether it's some sort of entertainment business you know, organization like the National Trust or, 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 hello Andrew, Merry hello, Christmas Andrew. to you as well. Merry Christmas to yeah. you. Yeah. But it will take time, and it doesn't surprise me that it's taken them two or three years to sort of get back. You can't suddenly have that huge sort of trough, and then returning to peak, it does take time for it to, to sort of recuperate. But that's good yeah. to hear. And it's interesting what you said there, because there are some things that you do quite intensely and you then do need that break to go back and re-enjoy, aren't there? Because as you say, it's, sometimes it just becomes too familiar and actually then it hasn't doesn't sort of hold people's interest. So by stepping away for a couple of years, like you've done and rejoining, the kids, as you say, are a couple of years older. They probably won't remember the place, so it's all it's all sort of brand new to them, and it's all you know. You can sort of re-engage and, and sort of re-enjoy that fantastic. Um, well, the, well, the other thing that was really quite interesting was um, in, in the whole article about it as well was the fact that uh, one of the things that they're really now beginning to invest in 
getting back into a into a better space is uh, but probably because they've learned through the covid years and everything else as well and it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride for them is that they're really beginning to invest in sort of staff well-being um and uh you know even even things like trying to help some of the the lower paid staff with the the cost of living crisis mm. etc as well so i think i thought that was rather interesting mm. actually as a kind of brief snapshot of one large organization but i just wonder uh perhaps anybody that's listening here uh you know similar experiences out there within your industry as well um but it 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 probably is the case that a lot of businesses that really kind of ground to a halt uh over covid and you know really had to kind of stretch themselves to just keep themselves going have probably now begun to get back and it's probably why we're all running at a million miles an hour yeah. um <laughs> in order to keep up with it uh as as you know maybe maybe that will settle um but i also saw and someone put this uh piece across my uh my desk earlier in the week as well that there was a piece okay. about going into 2024 that the new way forward will be to kind of uh work less uh and 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 potentially sort of strive to to take a little bit more time whether that that will prove the case or not i don't know but so um... we heard a lot of that didn't we let's be honest we heard a lot of that during covid didn't we and people sort of realigning their sort of priorities and 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 i think people have to a degree but i wonder how many people have slipped back into those old habits of just doing an extra little bit here and there and you know all those things that people said no 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 when it gets to that i'm stopping da, 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 da. i wonder how many people have just sort of fallen back into those those bad old uh habits of yesteryear i i think it's inevitable i, th I mm. think it's inevitable with the fact that you know uh as i say the pace of everything has sped up and mm. you know the demands are great but there's still actually not huge amounts of money around so actually you know um but most people are having to work harder for uh for for a little bit less Emery Christmas to you, and Merry, and Merry Christmas. Very good. I think that's, how, I think that's how you say it. Nice to yeah. see you, Jim. Work smart, not hard. Yeah. Well, actually, that's very close to the back of LKs and slogan of, of "Work smart, feel good." So maybe, but maybe I should put that one to the marketing team. Let's go to work smart, not hard in future. Well, maybe, maybe you should get Jim to do a um, a jingle for the back of LKs and team. You, you know, Jim does wonderful jingles. Yeah. Electronic with things, uh, sounds of cats and, and other <laughs> keyboards. <laughs> there he is, cats crying. Uh, there's lots of lots of visual representation uh in the show today. So apologies to anybody that is uh now listening to this episode. Um, but we're we're also we're also wearing our Christmas jumpers today. Yes. Uh, so I I'm going to uh, start by by explaining mine, and then Stephen will explain his. Yes. Mine, mine uh, as I have been wearing at various other times in the week, I have to realise that by standing up, I'm coming away from the uh, the microphone as well. I'll try and yeah. move it with me there. Um, mine is a uh, is a Marmite uh, Christmas jumper, um, uh, emblazoned almost like uh, looking at the top, almost like a jar of Marmite. Yes. Uh, and further down, it has. Uh, the, the infamous line, love it or hate it. 
Um, and uh, it, it's not really a reference to Christmas per se. I, I you know, I, I think we should all love Christmas. Um, but it's more of a reference, I believe, to the whole Christmas jumper thing. Mm. Uh, you either love them or you hate them. Um, you know, should you wear them at work? Shouldn't you wear them at work? Should we even put pe pressure on people to to wear a Christmas jumper on Christmas jumper day? I don't know. Uh, yeah, the, the vote's out on that. And yours is, is a very simple T-shirt, which I will raise myself up tiptoes here. And it says better sprout than in. Better sprout than in. Better sprout uh, than in. Which, of course, is a, a, a reference to the uh, energy crisis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that we all need to produce our own methane yes. um, in order to power. Do you like sprouts, Graham? Sorry, I mean, I'm just diverting off here, but but sprouts, yay or nay, in the Coth household? Sprouts are fine. Yeah? Sp sprouts are absolutely fine. Mm. Um, I'm going to say roasted sprouts are actually the best okay um in fact we had roasted sprouts last night okay uh, as, as part of a meal uh with a with a sort of like a pasta dish uh but with with roasted sprouts um quick, quick question sorry parboiled before or straight in as they are no 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 part but blanched yes blanched yeah. so that they soften a little and then and then roast them in the oven um and the, but the one that I want to talk about mm. uh, going alongside that, uh, we're, sorry, we're deviating into Christmas uh, <laughs> dinner ideas, but I, I think we're allowed kinda, to today on the 22nd of December. We can, yes, it, we, we are going to, we are going to talk ergonomics definitely a bit because of um, today's wonderful poll. Um, but uh, I, I want to talk to you about parsnips. How do you do your parsnips, or do you not have parsnips with your like parsnips? Dinner? You like, like parsnips, <sighs> tend to find it's one of those things I do struggle to get right. I either undercook them or massively overcook them. I find the I find it difficult to get that balance right. I'm now Probably going to give you a recipe. Thin, go on, because they've got a thin end and a thick end, and yeah. that tends to be the challenge, doesn't it? That if you if you under not a challenge you know at all, I mean. Stephen. Go on, then. Not a challenge at all. Tell me. Hello and welcome to the Well Ergonomics Cooking Show, where yeah. I'm going to, uh, to give you a dish that's so easy to do mm. um, and will absolutely transform absolutely transform your christmas dinner okay right? and people are going to go wow and that's why uh, you know that's why it's on this show yes. wow okay uh i, I might do even, i need a pencil and pen here or uh, i'm oh, thinking sorry, i might a, even try and, and put the recipe up yeah i might nice. even try and put the recipe up so as we go so the first thing you need is a mm -hmm. sort of a bag of parsnips okay um so a bag of parsnips. usually help that's usually helpful in a parsnip recipe isn't it yeah okay mm. uh so you need a bag of parsnips okay uh and uh the next thing that you need is cheese okay okay and the next thing you need is double cream right it's sounding good already isn't it and the next thing you need is salt and pepper okay everyone's got real pepper. good do 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 yeah, salt and pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Reference to the 80s. That... Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Was, it 90s? was it 80s or early 90s? What you uh, It's probably early 90s, actually, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna add that there, and I'm gonna, that's going to go across a bag of parsnips, cheese, so double, cream, double cream, salt and salt pepper. And that's pepper. all you need for this simple recipe. So uh, okay. basically what you do is you take your whole bag of parsnips, mm. chop the ends off, because uh, yeah. nobody wants the ends, 
uh, peel them, okay? Mm -hmm. Because uh, you you don't really want the skin on. You could leave the you could leave that on, but no. I just think it's better without, right? Now, if you've got one of those uh, blendery things at home that you, where you push the food in and it's got a kind of greater element, yeah, on it, yeah, yeah, that's the easiest way of doing this. All right. Um, if not, if you've just got a hand grater, do it. It will take you a little bit of time. It takes a little bit of time to grate a load of parsnips, but you grate all the parsnips from the bag. And the, the, a bag, you know what I mean by a bag. One of those yeah. bags that at this time of year you can get for 15p. Yeah, 15 or 16p. Is or it, uh... 15 or 16p in the supermarket. Get yeah. one of those, the whole bag, right? Just grate the whole lot. And you should end up with like a, a, a reasonable size um pulp if you like of parsnip which will fill a nice kind of glass dish you're not going to put anything on the bottom of that dish you're not going to put anything on the top right you literally fill that up with the parsnip now what i want you to do is pour the whole of a about this size which is very half useful. pint is that a half pint mm, not not one of the big ones of double cream. half just i think a, it's a half pint yeah a half pint one of double cream just pour that liberally all over and give it a good stir all right then get your salt and pepper and this is really important don't forget the salt and pepper because otherwise it just won't work right mm. a good lashing of salt and pepper all over that and really mix it in with the cream just get it <laughs> get it all over sorry just we're getting some great comments are we yeah, yeah. chris barlow's joined late because we've already done the christmas jump a bit chris so yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello, Barry. Hello, Barry. Hello. Merry uh, Christmas to you, Barry. Uh, seems to be a lack of Christmas. We've already explained oh, that. We've got Chris. Christmas jumpers on. Of course, we've got Christmas jumpers. I can't help the fact no. that it's Marmite. Um, yes, I, I've turned into Delia Smith. Anyway, so salt and pepper all the way through. Yeah. Um, give it a good mix. And then that's this is the Pierre de Resistance. Get your cheese. Grate your cheese across the top. So get, literally... Smother the top. Liberal, in liberal spread. Yeah. Now, if you're Jamie Oliver at this point, yeah, right, just Not get me. out the olive oil and just drizzle it in olive oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I don't know. We have we have a running joke about Jamie Oliver in this house where we do like um, when we're cooking in the kitchen, we're like uh, we're like oh, and I'll put some olive oil over the top of that. We even like one day had a thing where we were going like, so this dish is uh, is olive oil. And drizzled in olive oil with a bit more olive oil. <laughs> the the guy he must be on commission. He's on commission. He's on commission. Got shares in olive oil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, no olive oil needed in the preparation. Whack of this. it in the oven, I guess. Whack the it in the on. whack it in the oven, and it's going to take about uh, fifteen minutes or so. Okay. 15 maybe maybe 20 minutes okay depending on the heat of the oven um what we tend to do is uh we when we're roasting the potatoes we get the potatoes roasting and then when the, when the potatoes have their last 20 minutes half an hour then that's when we put this in and then we just leave it to to cook along at lower uh, a slight you know lower uh, stage in the oven uh, to cook alongside that probably the same sort of time that you would put the stuffing in there's a good yeah. idea there's a good idea um and what, what if you know, what if is... you don't put stuffing in though i mean that's the <laughs> well um then uh, why would you uh, yeah you're stuffed yeah uh obviously everybody has stuffing yeah. obviously uh, same as pigs and blankets isn't it anyway 
what you end up with my lovely folks out there is creamed parsnips now i i haven't met anybody yet who doesn't love cream parsnips it's it's completely different from parsnips if you even people that don't like parsnips love cream parsnips all right right but actually as part of part and parcel of your plate when you think about it quite a lot of the components of a christmas dinner apart from the gravy are quite dry and a number of the elements are quite dry even a lot of the vegetable is quite dry in a way and and this is something a little bit more uh a little a little bit more liquefied on the, the side of the plate Moist. but actually more, yeah i was sort of trying to avoid that word no i know you were uh, but I, you know yeah you just yeah a little bit more moist so, yeah, on the yeah. side of the plate which actually will really help you know with with everything with the potatoes with your um whatever else it is that you're putting in there you know alongside it even it even you know if you add your bit of cabbage and everything else into it it actually makes your cabbage taste nice so there you go that's my my secret try it honestly cream parsnips you will not look back here's one he made right. earlier graham here's what you've, here's got, you've one got one I, there haven't you i wish i had yeah i wish i had <laughs> i will i fork. will i will actually film me making it yes uh for christmas day for anybody that thinks nah i'm not trying it you know i'm going to show you what it looks like and uh, the first first while back i'm going to show you what my creamed parsnips looks like and i'm telling you now it's an absolute winner you okay. uh, and you can do the same with sprouts but that's for another day um there we go i mean yeah. so there that's that sorted your Christmas dinner. That's spriced, spruced up your Christmas dinner, no end. And, spriced and the up only your life. Spiced up your life. Now, the only other thing that I would say is um, with Christmas dinner, and I'd like a show of hands for this, if anybody's still listening, Barry, Chris, Jim, uh, Andrew. Um, Can we vote? What, yes. What do you make of uh, red cabbage? But the, the Christmassy kind of red cabbage with the kind of nutmeg in, yeah. Yes or no to that? Anybody? No. We we had some recently from a supermarket mm. who shall remain nameless, and it ended up being <laughs> an eating challenge at home. Honestly, because well, who it, could tolerate it? It was that bad. Who could tolerate it because it was so perfumed? Yeah, right. Everybody said it tasted like eating candles. Yeah, nice. Oh, <laughs> hang on, we've got to know. Oh, so we got a Ooh, yes from Chris Barlow, red cabbage mixed with pigs and blanket. But do you like it, Chris? Does it have to be quite vinegary and quite tart, if you like? Or do sharp. you like it if it's quite sharp. sharp? Or do you like it if it's, you know, kind of perfumey? Because that's what put everybody off in our house. Mm. And and uh, so, yeah, no, it became, a, it became the subject of a uh, very Germanic. Yeah, true. Um, it, it became the subject of uh, this eating competition, which uh, added into that. I'd just been sent a bottle of hot sauce straight from the States by one okay. of the music artists that I um, that I interviewed, Pilot. She sent me a lovely bottle of pineapple hot sauce. So it was pineapple and chilli. Would it go well with creamed parsnips, this hot what? sauce? But anything goes well with cream parsnips. Okay. But so that my 
two of my sons who always challenge each challenging each other to eating competitions decided to do this the leftovers of the red cabbage with raspberry ripple ice cream and pineapple hot sauce on the top wow yeah um and i'll tell you now they've said the most difficult bit was the red cabbage I so mean, there you go no you see ah, oh, chris says not the perfumey stuff no correct not that just, just if anyone wants to secretly know which supermarket it was that are doing that that particular mix of red cabbage um so they can avoid it um obviously for legal reasons i'm not going to say on here now but you can dm me and i'll i'll let you know because because it ain't what it, letters it, it begin it, with no <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going down that road i'm not going there now listen i want to talk you know um, it is Christmas. I know we're, we're, we're sort of keeping on a Christmas theme, but I do want to talk about today's poll because I think it was yes. incredibly interesting. It was. So I actually asked people this morning, uh, given the fact that we were doing this today, and I said, you know, do come along and watch. Um, do people actually understand what ergonomics is? Uh, and some very interesting comments on there. So mm. I'm just going to see if I can have a look at my screen now and have a look at some of the some of the comments that we got um but yeah there was there was do you want to pick up on that one comment that we were talking about just before we came on where somebody said that yeah that they didn't think they they didn't think that because of their height that sort of accessories and adjustments would be sort of applicable for them and i thought that was really interesting because actually that's what adjustments are there for is to appeal yeah. to all heights, sizes, shapes, and sizes. It's it's well, all. Yeah. It, it, they it's were basically saying, they were basically saying that ergonomic stuff, ergonomic, and this comes back down to our kind of uh, yeah. concern with the, the the term ergonomic. Ergonomic stuff doesn't fit them. That was, and it, therefore, yes. right? They've they've kind of. They don't it's see not on their radar. It's, it's not, not on, on their, their radar, radar because no. whenever they hear something to do with ergonomics or ergonomic, they mm. now they've lumped that together in their head that actually that's stuff that doesn't fit them because yeah. it's they are too short or too small or mm. or whatever for the stuff that is ergonomic. That's a real problem because that is really that's and that's what I said to them on the post. That's fundamentally taking away from exactly what the whole sector's about. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 Graham, we, we sort of exchanged messages before this show, didn't we? And and I noticed Barry Kirby had, had joined the show to wish us Merry Christmas. But I was looking at, at the website of the CIEHF, which is the Chartered yep. Institute of Ergonomics and Human Factors. And maybe you can throw the link up in the comments somewhere later on, but it gave a definition and I think it was really interesting. So I'll just quickly read through it. So ergonomics is the scientific discipline concerned with the understanding of interactions among humans and other elements of a system and the profession that applies theory, principles, data and methods to design in order to optimize human well-being and overall system performance. Now, that is a bit of a mouthful, but actually it ties back to what people were saying on the thread and one or two of the comments that actually the whole concept of ergonomics is how to adapt the, the workplace and the humans together to work together to, to to deliver 
high performance and, and productivity. So it's, I think it's really interesting to sort of go back and sort of re-read re what the definition is because it applies to everyone. There you go. There it is. There it is. But it's Sorry, interesting it's that some people maybe feel a little bit sort of alienated from it. But maybe by understanding what it truly means, they can go, well, actually, we're trying to, to get the workplace to adapt around you. Yeah. It's, it's no, there to benefit absolutely. you as an individual. Like I think it, I think it's it shows as well, and it's something that we've been talking about forever and uh, forever and a day. Mm. But um, it shows that there's a lot of work still to do for this sector to try and get over the fact that you know the word ergonomic has really done uh, created a massive problem for the industry, mm. and it's partly perpetuated being perpetuated by the industry itself so the industry has to take some some blame for that in in the now we've got people out there that are believing that anything that's ergonomic actually isn't for them mm. as opposed to ergonomics being something that could really help people because it actually is about the individual so um let's make 2024 a year that we actually try and get to grips with that, I think should be part and parcel of what we should be aiming for. And I think one of the, the one of the ways that we can do that as an industry is we, A, we have to think very carefully about when we do use the term mm. ergonomic ourselves, but also I think we actually have to uh, a, a kind of aggressively actually go after any anything that's like, just using that in a bland way and actually say call it out and say that's that's not right we've said this haven't we for for i mean almost as long as this show's been going is that it, it's too easily become if i remember right it's become an adjective hasn't it it's become a way to describe a product where you can read from the definition there that it isn't it isn't a, a, an adjective at all it's actually a whole sort of science based area but people have sort of cottoned on to that word start putting it in front of the description of a product to try and sell it and that misuse of the word is almost then if we go back to this person who's commented it's almost it's it's worked completely in the opposite direction rather than wanting to engage with ergonomics they're actually being pushed away from it because of what their understanding of the word is yeah now this is interesting because and this came up in the in the kind of uh post as well jim saying i found it quite straightforward to get the best out of my teams just treat them with respect and understanding that all of the best relationships are built on give and take i agree that's about company culture for me that's a piece about company culture that's not specifically necessarily where ergonomics sits although ergonomics sits into helping with company culture it's it is more the kind of science that then is blended with things like anthropometrics and actually creating solutions which work for individuals so it, it is more it, there is a whole element of it that is around sort of application of mm. human factors and actually creating those or providing those solutions so things like seating solutions or or the kind of solutions that um backer alkaisen uh do with you know laptop raises to to raise the height of thing all of those applications that help 
with human factors kind of sit within the ergonomics set and those things can fit into the company mm. culture thing and totally get it jim that actually if you have got the company culture bit right then you will be looking for the application solutions which will then help within that company culture so that bit's right mm. sounds fascinating it is it is it is, it is. That's, but, how, um, that's why we talk about it every week yeah that's what that's unless what we're talking we're about recipes or 80s pop music or various things we, like that so that as well um but someone else said that on today's thing as well they right. said uh and I, i'm just i'm just seeing if i can now find it uh there was a lot of I, I, there was a lot of traffic on that poll not just yeah. people responding but actually good comments as well and people's like say some of the things we've picked up some people have got some great understanding and also other people maybe we as a sector haven't made itself very clear as to what we do because there was clearly some misunderstanding and you've got to look at ourselves as an industry and go how have we projected ourselves because people are not understanding the message john mcgowan uh who um uh, regularly comments on my mm. material said uh, i know it's something to do with working more proactively in your chosen profession you see now again i thought that was an interesting comment it's it, it sort of ties in as you it say, it's in. part of a wider piece, but not the direct human workspace system that we've just read as the definition coming together. It's sort of on the edge, but it's not the, the crux of what we're trying to to address, is it? No. There's well, there's very there's there's a very specific piece in there about the the relationship between us and our environment. And uh and I think that's always useful to come back to as well. Um, so we know uh, ergonomics, the word itself, ergo and nomus, that's where it comes from. Yeah. And it, it, it's it's kind of around the sort of laws of work, right? Um, so it, in a way, if you think about it, it's like if if I'm working within a, within situ in a particular uh, space, of course, that space um especially these days and this is what's made this uh, uh, you know quite an interesting subject for people in in modern times is that that space doesn't necessarily uh fit in a a particular physical space anymore but it could be a, it could be a moving feast how do i relate to the other elements of that space so do, do i physically fit that space is there accessibility for me and other people into that space uh to, from a from a sort of health and safety point of view um am i sort of uh abiding by all sort of legal uh legislation within this space but there's a yeah and and it's and it's interesting because this whole area has kind of widened in terms of the the kind of groups that are involved in it mm. So it's not just health and safety anymore. There is also sort of an equality uh, and diversity piece around uh, this whole space as well. You know, am I am I providing for people uh, a, a space which is both accessible? Uh, you know, uh, doesn't uh, necessarily pertain to one particular gender, etc. There's a whole there's whole elements of it. 
but ultimately a lot of the human factor stroke ergonomic side of it is our people work being able to work productively yes in a space because that space enables them to do things without barriers yeah absolutely and 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 the the physical the physical aspect of that is is a huge aspect of it and i and i think yeah i think it's i think part of the reason we use those terminologies which now kind of turned turned against us in a way is we were Mm. trying to simplify yeah the sector was trying to simplify it almost as a sales message yeah yeah it it got picked up by the wrong hands Mm. you know loads of material for us for next year graham anyway we've got loads to uh to sort of keep talking about and banging the drum haven't we really so it's it, i mean what's good thing for me overall from from that poll was is there was a lot of people did get it and understood it and i think a lot of more a lot more businesses are understanding the whole piece to do with ergonomics the whole the wider dsc sort of area that's good to see the sort of on the flip side is is how many people also don't still understand it so that's sort of my summary from this year really would be I think it's great that we've sort of um, spread the word and that's really positive, but I still think there's a long way to go because there's a lot of sort of lack of knowledge still that sits out there that we need to sort of educate those people and inform those people maybe better. Maybe it's the way we're projecting the message isn't the correct, correct way for everyone. And maybe it's only appealing to certain sectors of the workforce. Well, let's just let's just have a look at uh, let's just actually have a look at the data as it stands at the moment, because mm. I think that's uh, I think that in itself is is quite interesting. I'm just going to grab it here and actually put it up on the screen for all yep. of you wonderful people who are who are listening to this. And if you haven't voted yet, get on and vote. So you can yeah, change if you the outcome. Got, yeah, if you haven't actually we'll put the link uh, yeah. to, to the poll in so that pe- people can can go and vote. I, I would have thought actually. Uh, a lot of the people that are on here will will actually know um or that listen to this probably do know but maybe you didn't maybe you just stumbled across this while you're eating your christmas dinner um and and actually you know you're like oh i actually had no, no idea what ergonomics is now that i've listened to this i'm now going to revoke but here we are this is this is the data do you know anything about ergonomics um so far out of 81 votes 51 percent yes no and 30% I think so which which kind of that's about the kind of vote I would have expected to be honest yeah but one in five saying no you you multiply that up by what there's something like 19 million computer workers or office workers or something like that in the UK and you think if you if you run the number through I know it doesn't necessarily work that way that's four to five million people, isn't it? If yeah. that was to be a true representation of the, of the UK workforce. Correct. So that that shows that we need to, you know, that shows that we need to be doing this, really. Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, we clearly haven't got that message completely out there. Past it's out the, there, uh, but it's not it's fully through to everyone. It's still, there's still a lot of work to work to do. And so we will continue. We will be there, continuing to do it. Uh, we've got we've got about five minutes left um, mm-hmm. b- because we're going to keep it quite short today. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to know before you disappear for Christmas, what you, what are you expecting? Uh, anything anything under the tree for this year? Are you have you have you been a good boy? Have you asked Santa for anything? I've been and bought some of my own presents. 
Have you really? Have you really? I have. Well, now um, let me think, because I know that the, the she knows shockingly in the last week, uh, and any of you uh, parents out there that have been, uh, you know, done a good job and thought, oh, I've got all of them presents bought early and whatever. Some of the uh, things like um, PlayStations and Xboxes in the last week, gosh, have you seen the prices fall? Right. Oh, I mean, really? the, 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 yeah, the late, the, the big Xbox, what's the big Xbox called? The, the one that's like a cube, you know, or looks, is it? No. Yeah. The, 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 no, the one that, the one that looks like it's, um, the obelisk out of 2001. Right. Anyway, okay. That, We're a PlayStation one, house, so I'm, I'm completely unaware of that. Okay. So that one, that one has, has fallen by over a hundred pounds in the last week. So that, that is that's getting there but i've seen some of the prices on the ps5 have gone right down as well right haven't they okay. yeah so so have you bought yourself one or are you what, what have you no? no no that wasn't on the agenda not on the agenda no i needed a few of the bits and pieces so i was told to uh it's easy if you go and buy your own and do you then have to wrap them you. up no someone else wraps them all oh, right so all you right. literally get the bag Bring it home. There you go. go there there yeah. you are. That's my that's my Christmas present. Well, it, the, the question was, is what would you like for Christmas? I said, I'd like some new golf shoes. To which my wife said, oh. I've no idea what to go and get you. Go and get them yourself. And so you can I did, also try them I was on. Told. Exactly. So they'll fit. Or if they don't, something's gone very wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> between now, between when you bought them and there. Yeah. You go. I, I want a new... Oh. I want is, that a, is, that some, is that something to do with music? Is that a keyboard? Yeah, that's a, that's a synthesizer. Tell, you need yeah. to tell us which one, Jim. This is quite an interesting comment. Doesn't it all come down to performance? So you can get the right height of the laptop right, but if they feel negative towards you and their line manager, it'd be a waste of your time worrying about the other stuff. Mm. Everything starts with relationship. I've worked in complete holes, but the leadership was on point and productivity good. As I say, it's, it's a part of the culture yeah. piece. Absolutely. Um, but I'd say it works the other way around as well. If, if actually you don't provide good education to your people on things like posture and, you know, how to work without injury and, and then, then look at, uh, you know, what they need mm. and what they, what they don't need in terms of how they work then that impacts on the culture as well. So yeah, it's about it's about having the culture right. They're intertwined, aren't they? They're intertwined, those two sort it's of things. Very, very messy. It's very yes. messy. It's a bit like my cream parsnips. Yeah. Um and there you are. Ergonomics Back and to where we started. Exactly where we started. Exactly the same. Listen, it's been it's been a lovely year with you. Thanks. Yes. Thanks, Steve. For, I enjoyed um, it. Thank you, Graham. It's been good. Yeah, we've, uh, we've we've had approval to carry on. We've we've had another we've got an, another season's being commissioned. So we're we're back for twenty twenty four. We'll be back uh, next year with um, some... Are we outs- back on the 5th, by the way? Sorry, I should maybe ask you this off air, but are yeah, we back yeah. on the 5th? Yes, yeah, no, no absolutely. Uh, I, I mean, I've got I've got uh, Christmas off, yeah, Christmas Day, uh, and then I'm back. So, um, yeah, I, I might... Well, no, I might might take Boxing Day off as well. Yeah. That, that might be it. Um, but, yeah, it, it do... Uh, have a break over Christmas. Happy Christmas to you, Jim, as yes, well. Happy Christmas uh, and you, happy Jim. Christmas to anybody today. that's listening yeah. to this um, uh, over the Christmas period. Uh, have, have a, you know, 
have a sherry from me. I don't yeah. actually drink anymore, but you know, um, that was the side uh, what... of cream parsnips. That's really good. with a side of cream parsnips. I'd just love to know, actually, after this show, uh, yeah. if you could could uh, tell us how many of you actually do the cream parsnips. That would be wonderful. We'll I may have a go myself. Back in, you can do it, Steve. Oh, yeah. We'll see you. you back in uh, 2024. Wow, it's yeah. going to be another whole year. Until it next will. time, bye for now. Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye. Merry Christmas.